Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Chris Denman in St. Louis, joined by a squirrely intern named Tommy Pebbles. What's up? As well as the executive producer, Chris Gardner. Travis Trell joined us live from Brooklyn, New York, I think. How's the lighting situation? <laughs> Travis, uh, man, he, he, <laughs> this is great. Uh, he's, uh, he's soothing his, uh, his nerves from an evening out on the, uh, the New York town, right? Hold on, I'll get some lights. Get some lights on for everybody. Hold on. Oh no, this is gonna—he's gonna have to show his butt. Is that a fridge? That is. He's going fridge this morning. Is he just sitting on the kitchen floor? Yeah, he's laying. He puts his head in the fridge. That eh, didn't really. <laughs> I think it the made hell? it worse. It made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you turned around the other way, I think it would uh, it would work out. But we don't need to worry about that. Uh, we uh, we had some things happen over the weekend that we can get into. But Travis, more importantly, you have a very famous segment where you review things in the a nature all of your own. You this week have traveled New York beaches, sir. Take it away. It's time for the Travu. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I got to give context every time. We interviewed John Lovitz, and before we did, we were discussing The Critic, his former cartoon, where his catchphrase was, it stinks. And Travis yelled, it sucks. Sorry, please continue. I don't understand. It's the same thing. It's just I updated it for a modern audience. Oh, so oh, I don't know why every time you bring that story up, you're like, look, it was paying homage to the great Jay Critic. Uh, and so oh. Jay Sherman, the critic. <laughs> and so <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> and, it was, and it's been off the air for what, 20 years. So. <laughs> A jerk. Huh. Okay. Uh, I re- I reviewed Tribute. a beach yesterday, mm. and it was quite delightful. Um, oh, that may have been the beach. <laughs> That's Coney Island, I think. No, nah, I went Coney Island there. Where'd you go? You sure that's Coney Island? Uh, no. That's not, not. A, a carnival. From I think that's just the carnival in the city. That ain't Coney Island. Okay. I don't think that's Coney Island. Uh, maybe it's not. I don't know. What beach did you attend, well, Mr. Trill? I went to the Rockaway Beaches, and oh. it's, uh, what? Oh, my God. Uh-oh. You know who used what to hang that? out at Rockaway Beach all the time? Who was that? Sean. He's going to love to hear this. Oh, wow. Sean, the narrator. He okay. was just telling me about Rockaway Beach yesterday, because he spent, all his t- spent a lot of time there when... Uh, Son of Sam was going down oh, in New no. York City. Oh, no. Like the shooter? Yeah. All right. Cool. So you went to Rockaway. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Tell us about and it. And it was pretty It was. It was pretty neat. It was a lot of folks who were, they were like, it was a lot of families. So that was pretty cool. Jean shorts? And again, no, no. People actually had like board shorts and basketball shorts appropriate beachwear cargo shorts and basketball shorts again that's not appropriate beachwear that's this it's not a jungle it's it's a beach um but it's it's very the beach the the sand is very coarse it's not the type of sand that i'm used to when i'm traveling in parts of honduras or mexico 
mm-hmm. but it was still just you know um it was a very hey new yorker i'm sand here kind of sand so the beaches were very cool a lot of day drinking going on uh to get to certain parts you needed to get on a ferry and uh i was on a ferry uh and it was delayed what was his name so it, <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, no. How much was the ferry? Oh. I'm just curious. Did you? Uh, have to three dollar. Three dollars. I went. I wanted mm-hmm. to take one last time I was up there. It cost three hundred dollars. So, yeah, it was to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Go oh, down there, RFK. Yeah. Okay. I was now, trying to get to Chappaquiddick. Now, Travis. Uh... Jesus. Travis, with your. Um... I guess with your attendance of said beach, anything stick out? Or are they all just pounding yinling? What's going on? Needles. Mm. People, people play a people play a lot of beach volleyball up here, which surprised me because I didn't think of New York as a beach volleyball oh. city. But people did. What was that, Tommy? What yeah, was your more. beach volleyball move? Why is your the face third. doing that? Oh. Do that again. <laughs> one more time. One more time. Go to camp. Um, hey, mm. hey, do that, and then Travis, you should set it back. Okay, here we go. Oh, look at all the fun we're having this morning from you New York to it, St. Louis. Tommy, you I know I can't catch volleyball. it, but I needed to stop the act. Oh, okay. So a lot of beach volleyball. <clears throat> yeah. Beach volleyball. Uh, everyone was. It was people were grilling. That was really cool. Like it was. It, here's the beauty about New York is that obviously it's the urban area, but people take advantage of the space that's available. So rooftops, you know, on you know the stoops of brownstones, people are grilling. People are going to always grill no matter what. So that was kind of cool just to see a bunch of rooftop barbecues take place in the countless neighborhoods here in Brooklyn yesterday. So were you drinking brandy on the beach? Oh, good. oh yeah. I had a little brandy. It was, uh, she a was a sweet girl, if you know what I mean. I think it's because she was a fine girl. Fine girl. Mm-hmm. a good wife you would be. Uh, okay, that's all. Yeah, I'm worried about Travis. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Who did Brandy sing uh, that duet with? I don't know. Uh, Monica. Monica. Brandy and Monica. Thank you. That boy is mine. Did you hear? Um, did you hear Kenny Loggins in your head while you're watching beach volleyball, like from Top Gun, when the playing, playing with the boys? It, it, not only that, it's so much more American up here. Like where you guys live, I would be like, <laughs> I guess. But here it's so much more real America up here. Like it's just like authentic people who truly care about this country live here. Uh where other parts are just so stupid. Uh this part. New York is where it's like where America should be going Nobody as far as authentic. how we should behave. Um uh yeah, we are up here. Uh, very authentic. We, we. okay. I, I'm so, curious, but it, sorry, go it's ahead. very representative. Of, no, it's just very representative of what America can aspire to. I think if more people from where you guys live, if they just get the you know the ranch out of their mouth, and you know stop having sex with their cousins and pay attention Ooh. to what's going on Whoa. in the world around them, 
um, they could be more like New York. Yeah, a guy because that's what we should be. A guy who's been in New York for less than a month lecturing people on how it should be. That makes complete sense. Because you're hey. the one with ranching your mouth while you're here. You know, when you get back here. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we need to, we need to assess this. Like, there's going to your... be, you're going to have some issues that yeah. you're going to have to walk through with friends. Right. With friends. <laughs> and I wouldn't even call us friends at this point. We're people that video conference on a daily basis. Like, he this thinks is, he's safe. Yeah. What's, Travis, what is the plan? Like, if you could assign a percentage to you staying past the three-month mark, I know you've got a sweet place to stay that maybe you wouldn't want to give up. What are the percentages that you would assign that you stay in New York, whether um, the fellowship turns into a full-time thing or not? I haven't thought that far ahead, Chris. Right now, I'm, I'm living life. Do you guys see the sports? I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to sit up here and put a percentage on where my future is going to be. But I know when it's all said and done, that I'm still going to be a New Yorker at heart. Uh, and That's even playing groundwork, playing groundwork. So okay. even even coming back, like I think, like if if I do come back to St. Louis, my responsibility and role will change within the company. Like I expect right. to be moved up to vice president. I yeah, expect just to there. you know have spinoffs of this show in my oh, name. I expect you know more percentages of the merchandise because I have now spent yeah. time here in New York. So spin-off. I don't know how many yep. of you guys can consider to yourself professional screenwriters, but after time here in New I York. Over ex- I, overextend yourself so you ultimately fail. If anybody is going to get a spinoff, it's going to be me. Let's yeah. Be oh, wow. Come on now. Wow. Yeah. Tommy uh, Pebbles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tommy Pebbles. Oh, man. Man, so another white gotta, guy with a podcast. That's what America needs. That's I'll funny have that you go, you go to a New York beach and you become a New York biatch. Hmm. Ah, that's <laughs> true. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so I give Rockaway Beach, okay. I give Rockaway Beach four and a half booties. Respect that ass. Good for Rockaway Beach. Congratulations. Four and a half booties. Uh, you know who gets five booties right here in St. Louis, Gardner? Well, his name's Tommy Bannister. You know why? Because he works with Circo Properties. If you're looking to buy a home, maybe you're moving back from New York and you shouldn't have been gone the whole time. And now you know better. You know that St. Louis is the place for you. You got to hit up Tommy Bannister. That's right. He's at Circa Properties. He'll find your number one best option for a home in St. Louis. That's Tommy Bannister. Be sure to use Tommy when it's time to purchase a home in the St. Louis area. You can get a hold of him online. That's Tommy Bannister, real estate mogul here in the St. Louis area. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's What's... Tommy Bannister knocking on your door for those That's deals. right. That's right. He's hooking you up. Lifelong St. Louis. And what, what are we looking at here? Is there is he covering the mic and having a conversation? He turned off his screen. Oh, he did. Oh, we're paused. Okay. I was like, man, he's holding on to that. So if you're listening at home, <laughs> so if why, you're listening. So why would he do that? We just, well, we heard a knock and so, then we yeah. lost Travis on the video feed. So why doesn't he want us to see what's going <laughs> right. on is yeah, the yeah, question. Yeah. Maybe it was <laughs> whoever came home with him from uh, Chinatown last night. Uh-huh. And maybe it's their time to, to skedaddle on a Tuesday. Huh. Do we want to take bets? <laughs> Utility man? I, wanna, I, I would like to know more. I was going to ask him like what his favorite thing about Rockaway was. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, there he oh, is. Hey. Travis hey, Trell has returned. Hey, what's up, Travis? Okay. So who was, who was, who was knocking? Who was rapping at your door? UPS. Hmm. Oh. Really? 
you have to turn. Yeah, hey, all up in my business for man. Yeah. That's what I'm well, talking about, you little silly ass hillbilly. Ooh, I've never, I've never heard somebody knock on a door before. <laughs> Live video stream. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just curious. Somebody knock on the door at the offices. Do I sit up here and ask who at the door? No. I certainly would. You would. Yes, yeah. you would. Yeah. I'm just curious to know why you would leave your show for a door. You have roommates. No, they're at work at real oh, jobs. Fine. And okay. so are you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he can leave a letter on the door. Oh, you don't get paid for this? Oh, good to know. Good to know that's how it works. Wait, he's getting paid? Oh. Oh, he's a founder, buddy. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Travis, what your uh... yeah. I ain't gotta tell Tommy my business either, man. Tommy, you you don't need to know basis. You don't know what I get paid. If I get paid, should I get paid? That ain't none of your business, man. I know. So, There's actually a spreadsheet I could show you, Tommy. That's okay. Fine. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? That's a violation of my human rights from no, human resources. Oh, human rights now. Okay. If you need somebody to do the taxes, mm-hmm. I'm your guy. No, you're not. We already have a tax person. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Lots so we don't done. need you. But do you have a tax person? Like the tax Like if Dr. Hey, Ed man. if Dr. Ed was a, a doctor yeah. for a, a crime syndicate, you gotta have one of those in the tax now, room. Did Rockaway have like a Ferris wheel or roller coaster or anything <laughs> like that? Does it have that there? I didn't see any. What did you see besides <laughs> beach volleyball? I mean, I showed you a picture of a beach, and you said you might have been there, and there's a Ferris wheel in that picture. There's a lot of beaches in New York. That's fair. So, I, so I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I, that's all I can recall. I was pretty inebriated. Yeah. How much did you have to drink? How much brandy <laughs> did you have? Yeah. Oh man, why are y'all so loud? Back to the water. Uh, let's 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 uh, work Travis's brain out a little bit with a uh, a conundrum here. From uh, SI okay. Extra Mustard on Twitter. Here's a question, and I feel like this is up uh, up your alley, Marvis. It's uh, from Twitter, so you're obviously already interested. You get 10 shots to make one NBA three-pointer. If you make one, you get a billion dollars. If you don't make any, you go to maximum security prison for a year. Do you do it? Yes, no doubt. No doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. That is absolutely happening. Sign me up. What's the first of all? What's a year in prison? Max at a max. I mean, I mean a lot can okay. get turned out a lot in 365 yeah, that's not the, days. That's not the Chris Correa prison. Uh, uh-uh, that's not the. Uh, that's not that. There's a. It's a. It's a year in maximum security prison. It's maximum security. No one's gonna get to you, duh, because it's maximum security. I do. Be fine. I do appreciate your mindset. I don't. Uh, I don't know that it works quite like that. Uh-huh. You might be. Uh, you have ten a, shots at a billion dollars. You're not taking it. That could also mean. Um, it's the uh, easiest question in the world. You get ten shots at one bucket for a billion dollars. That could. You're that not could, taking that, Chris. That could turn into ten shots from Donnie in Cell Block C. Well, <laughs> don't, oh. don't forget that. Would you? All right. It's Travis. the ultimate shoot your shot question. How do you not take burying, a shot at a billion dollars? I'm burying. I'm burying four of those threes just because. Just because I feel like it. Would you? And then I'll tell you. Taking the shot, Tommy. Are you taking the shot? Would you? I don't know. What do you think I should do? I, Tommy, I would not. I have an answer. See, Tommy is the one I was thinking about with this question. I have an answer. I have a genuine answer, but I want to know what Travis thinks. I think you should absolutely take the shot. I mean, because 
I mean, you weren't gonna survive on the outside anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. So right. it makes it like so a what's situation. A You'd be a good mule. You'd be a good mule in prison too. You could have value. Think, yeah. You so, might enjoy especially once there. you leave prison. Like now, mm -hmm. now, just here's real quick, let me interject. Travis, you do understand that if Tommy has to get by in prison, that he might have to be an Aryan for a little while. Is that okay with you? Just so that happen. well, everybody, I mean, all my wife, all my white friends went through an Aryan phase, so I okay. understand. So it's really, fine. Chris, just for a year. So the my answer is yes, I would take it because if nice. I make one, I get a billion dollars. If I don't, I go to maximum security prison, and then I can get out and write a book, and then I'll That's get a true. million dollars yeah. off the book deal. Yeah. So yeah. either way, yeah. it's a win-win situation. And, just and having, a black boyfriend out of it. Yeah, having the experience of being in prison probably isn't a bad thing. Yeah, that's a good book, Guard, too. Because yeah. it's Guard, not even Guard, just the you, prison you, experience. I, it's the I was how this sports. came about. And, like, your entire background is part of this book. Like, mm. I shot my shot, colon. Yeah. It didn't fall. And then, mm. I mean, it's, yeah, there's a book there definitely for you, Tommy. Travis, you're going to ask me if I would do it. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Okay. So everybody here would? Is that what I'm gathering? We're talking yes. NBA 3. Honestly, if you, if you played even a slight, like a billion dollars is worth like, Whoa. Gardner, you never. Uh, what was that? You never played that organized mm -hmm. basketball, did you? But you played, mm -mm. but, you, but you've, you've, you've made a three-point shot at some point in your life. Here, here's, uh, here's my basketball career for organized basketball. I never played organized basketball. I was the final cut on the freshman basketball team. So in you, high school. so That's you can chuck closest. a ball. You can chuck a ball to goal. Yeah. So you say you can do that. I was gonna Jesus. say. I've been to the recplex or the rexplex, oh, as some call shit. it. For a billion dollars, for a billion dollars, if you've ever made anything near even a, a collegiate three-pointer, you take this. You take this shot because for a billion dollars, you might bank one in. Even if you're, even if you're launching it with one, with one arm. I think you still take that shot. You got to. But here's yeah. the fun part. Now, this is why I think it should be a reality TV show, because it's all fun and games until you've missed seven in a row. Oh, it's And horrible. then you start to get real. tight. Mm -hmm. And then things start to get real. So that's why I would love to see this actually be a real thing where you'd be like, man, mm -hmm. that's pretty dope. That guy just won a billion dollars. Or, oh, shit. He about to, oh, he hitting the sing sing right <laughs> now. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> if you play regularly at all, you should make two of those ten shots under normal circumstances, right? At least twenty percent. If you play, any I think they should make it very interesting and put a Division three basketball player on you. No, just to make it a little bit no, more no, no, interesting. No, 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 no. Somebody yeah. commented that Tommy would get passed around like a cigarette in prison. <laughs> 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 he would be the bell of the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I'd have to cut my hair before I went yeah, in. Yeah, that'd be a little too enticing, I think. <laughs> no, seriously, uh, they should put a defender on the shooter. Make it a little bit interesting. No, no. no, no. We're Matt, talking max then security would you, prison a year. You know, that's what I'm saying. It, so if that, it was that county makes jail, maybe. I don't even know if you'd be okay in county jail, man. I'd be I mean, fine. There's uh, plenty of people maybe. that die in that. I mean, place. I've, I've been you, threatened with a year in jail. But I, uh, not not prison. I was held in a county jail one time, and when they started, of course you were. I was, <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean emotionally. I mean emotionally. I was physically held. Uh, and when they start bringing in people who are on uh, 
who are in for murder charges and they're mixing them in with people that were like whatever you start being like oh there's like you can't be like oh i don't belong in this room <laughs> I, this isn't i'm a i'm kind of a rascal no, I, i'm not a i'm not an yeah. attempted murderer that's when you start really like oh and i would have to share a room with this guy while he takes yeah. dumps while i'm sleeping like well you get this is when you get alone with your thoughts for a moment you do and you yeah. start realizing things yeah. i'm honestly more afraid of a county jail than like a mac prison why because as i think when you said it earlier like there's less chance you're going to get stabbed because it's maximum security they're watching you better I think you have a, a higher class of uh, I criminal. Know. I think you're on more on edge there more too, though. Yeah, but I'm like I'm. I All it takes is one like riot in a max security, pr- and then I mean you're you know you're playing for keeps at that point. Yeah, and you're probably there's watching no, your back for the next six months because you didn't step up for somebody or you stepped up for somebody else. Yeah, there's no way the people aren't playing for life or death and at you that gotta, point. And you got to think too. In most wife, like say a bar fight happens and you're involved in it, and there's a group of people fighting, you all move on, and you move about your lives. Uh-uh. You're not contained in a, <laughs> in a small area where uh-uh. you see each other every day. Well, it is if you're in a small town. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, I can fight, probably. Oh. So Fight, probably. Probably? You don't have anything to back that up? I played a lot of Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, okay. Uh, now now <laughs> we've finally made some sense. Just- I read the Nightwing comics. <laughs> okay. All right. what's, your, what's your go-to first move? So Somebody I, takes a swing at you. I get it. How I, do you count? I, I duck like this and then <laughs> get in position and I go for the stomach. Okay. Wait, how wait, do you do that? You do it with a, with a underhook and okay. then I go for the face. Underhook and underhook. Underhook and go for the face. Okay. Also, Show us the underhook. Do, do it's, it. It's, it's, it's like one of these. Okay. Like one of these and then. Now, you know uh, an underhook is an actual thing, also, right? No, I didn't. It's like where you actually go and you kind of grab somebody's lat. It's an underhook. You would no. pull them with it. And but then, you're, you've invented a punch called the underhook. So I, I'd punch them in the stomach. Oh, I'd do it. one of these. And then I'd grab them by their shirt. And I'd swing under their shirt, right? And like between their legs. <laughs> turn around. Punch them in the back of the head. And then I'd be winner. Uh, Jamie Croc has... Did I be winner? <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to you. <laughs> Swinging under their legs by their shirt. Yeah, that's how Spider-Man would do it. Oh, my God. oh Jesus! Oh God! Oh, no. Don't don't fight that way. Look, I've never really been in a fight, and I'm telling you, no, that's not. I've seen it. No. Wow. So are you taking the shot if you have a defender on you? Yes. Oh, I don't know are about you, the defender. Are you still doing Oh, not with the defender. That's okay. stupid, man. I don't, yeah, I don't think you do that. Unless, All right, that's what I thought. Unless you do it for half the ten shots. And then once if you don't make one after the five, then the defender comes off you. Because then, okay, you know okay, now I mean? that's, okay. I like that. That's fair. Oh, yeah, I don't think it could be on there for the entire thing. Because you even okay, said there, fair. you get to seven, and you know you're you're getting a little tight in the butt cheeks at oh, that that's, point. Oh, that's a much different, like if you were just taking ten shots, and you, you were down, you're like, oh, I'll see if I can make one or two. When you're down to three shots left with prison on the line, yeah. you're not going to give it your best well, effort. And, and as well, it, I think it's tough to put a defender on you on the perimeter when that defender knows there's no other option for you. Right. Because it's really, not, it's, yeah, it's really not fair when they know all, you can, all you're going to do is shoot a three when... You can't, you know, right. stop and pull up or go to the rim or anything right. like that. 
then that's that's kind of an unfair advantage for the defender. <laughs> oh boy. One forty one fifty, Tommy? One forty one Travis is these are his final moments. All being caught on the live stream for We Are Live. I missed My that one. Goodness gracious. Uh, a quick reminder to everybody, Mental Health Matters is a podcast that's uh, recorded right here. Uh, they had uh, Mia Jackson on. They're going to be re- releasing that soon. She was in for the comedy show. And uh, they're going to have our friend Dr. Ed on as well. But St. Louis Counseling Services <laughs> offers businesses and individuals alike counseling services in the St. Louis area since 1955. That's St. Louis Counseling, Mental Health Matters. If you need somebody to talk to, you want to set up uh, therapy services, they are there for you. If you have a business and you guys are looking to incorporate that as an as a option for your employees, St. Louis Counseling is here to help. That's Mental Health Matters, the podcast, and St. Louis Counseling puts that out. They're doing everything they can to break down the mental health stigma. Travis Sorrell's even been a guest on there. Had a great appearance and a great conversation if you want to go back and check that out as well. So that's, that, uh, that's quite a troubling thing because, again, just to wrap it up, Travis, 10 NBA three-pointers. Not that it seems super easy, but whenever you have those stakes on the line, it's just easy enough that you think, well, for that amount of money, I got to do it. But it's also just hard enough that you could really screw things up and go away for a year. <clears throat> Part of me wonders if like nerves would get to you. Absolutely, it would. If you were 0 for 5, even. Uh, even 0 for 7 is where Travis said, and that really hits home. I think if you miss the first five, you're really kind of sweating. The first three are just like, ah, all right. Yeah. Here we go. And then the next two are just like, <laughs> and then the next four are like, oh. Right. So I'd be like, do we put money on my, how do I put money on my account, Ma? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. I you mean, start that... thinking about how, like, how long 12 months is, how long a year is. Yeah. And then you start wondering whether you got any homeboys that's currently up in prison that you start realizing, like, you can't fight. You start realizing, like, you don't like the sight of blood. Yeah. You need, like, then you start realizing, man, I really do enjoy eating, like, store-bought cereal, name-brand cereal. It gets to you. It's going to all hit you at once. I can and it's, fight. Like, in that, in that last one, too, if I'm, like, 0 for 9, that last one... I might just throw as high up in the air as I could. Run. And then run. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the old snowball trick where the left, I'm right-handed. Mm-hmm. I'd have two snowballs, left hand lobs one in the air while you're looking at that one. The one I've kind of crunched down and smashed down into like a piece of ice goes right at your face. I, I lob one up and take off. Try and find a lime scooter and get out, get out of Dodge. That's that might cross my mind at that. I mean, because that's what your mind would start thinking is like, can I make it like I don't want to go in. Can I make it before not? Can I make the shot? Can I make it away from whoever's going to come after? It has now when you miss when you ultimately miss, will you like go out crying like a baby back bitch? Will you be like a man about it? Like, okay. Well, does the bailiff come and just walk you off the court? Yes. At that point? Yes. Just like it's court like and you've you been arrested. Like you go away. directly yeah. to jail. You go jail. straight to jail. Prison. Right. It's like you draw the card. Like they do the whole Shawshank thing where they start throwing the, the soap on your body and showering you down in the middle of the court. Oh, no. And putting you in jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Right yep. there on the spot. I agree. That's how the show should go. Yeah. yeah. Strip your ass naked. Throw that lime powder or whatever that. Yeah. And then just water hose your ass now send you to prison. And we get to record the whole thing. We put a GoPro on you. And we watch you, your horror, your, as you realize it's all settling in. This is That's a good show. Pitch at the Fox. 
I will. Fox, Fox would be the correct one we'll to do it. We'll pitch that to Fox. We got the new movie idea to pitch as well with the transplanted organs. Uh-huh. Um, we've done some good work today, boys. I completely agree. And you know what, guys? We're not done yet. Get your fair fouls in. Make sure you uh, yeah. use the topic cargo shorts. That's right. Write us a, a sentence to a paragraph for fair foul. Email it to wall at weareliveradio.com. We'll give you two tickets to El Monstero. They're at uh, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. They're going to be joining us here in just a moment as well. So pretty great prize today. They, uh, their shows are a big deal. So you can win two tickets to that and uh, it'll be a heck of a time. As we do that, are you going to go to any? Uh, I know you stopped by the Comedy Cellar, but while you're in New York, do you have any entertainment plans, Travis? I know some of that stuff could get super expensive, but are you going to go see any plays or check out anything else entertainment-wise that's uh, unique to New York? Uh, as far as plays go, I, I still want to check out Book of Mormon. I've never seen it, oh yeah, so I would like to uh, check that out. Uh, the Cardinals will be here in a couple weeks uh, to take on the Mets, so I may head on up to City Field here in a few weeks. Uh, and then I am still trying to get tickets to either the Daily Show and or Seth Meyers late night show. And I'm currently working with people to get that taken care of. So I don't uh, those are some of the people. entertainment places. I know you yeah. I don't I don't know who you hang around with in New York. I don't Celebrities know your mainly. New York friends. Um but do you know any Mets fans or have you heard any Mets talk? The the one thing I would want to ask is how they were reacting to Jonas Cespedes being out for the season after getting multiple fractures in an ankle in an accident on his ranch. Oh, boy. And I, was, I, I know that was kind of an S show for the Mets here recently. But have you heard any Mets fans talking or overheard any conversations in your hipster coffee shops? There are no Mets fans in this city. If they exist, they've been computer generated. I haven't met one Mets fan. In fact, when I was at a cookout last night, uh, we kind of laughed at that, that no one knew anyone that was a outward Mets fan. So no one cares. I haven't heard a thing about it here. Are about, they native New Yorkers you're talking to? Yeah. I don't care about them. It's the freaking Mets, man. Why, why would you cheer on the Mets when you live in the same city as the Yankees? Well, they have fans. I mean, have you seen Mets fans? Yeah, I've been to a game. Yeah, and what do they look the like? Go- goobers. They look like oh, goobers. No. Man, yeah, I don't make the rules. Why does they New just York, are. Why does New York make you more liberal and filled with hate? I'm not filled with hate. It this is real way. America. I think if you guys recognized it, it'd be easier for you. I think what's freaking you guys out is that a city like New York talks more about their city than just baseball and hockey, and that kind of freaks you guys out. Anybody upset with the, uh, the hockey outcome last pair? night? Yeah, on, good question. Anybody upset with the hockey outcome last night? I saw locally the Blues had a watch party. That's turned into a really cool thing that they yeah, have people come out. watch, sell out the, yeah. the lower bowl, basically, of the, they uh, opened up the, upper of the Enterprise. Yeah, wow. Uh, anybody upset the uh, Blues go down 0-1 last night to the Bruins? How do we feel? Mm. Just a quick uh, hockey update. It wasn't uh, it wasn't the best <clears throat> after the first period, that was for sure. Right. It was... Uh, but... Um, Travis... Travis, he... appropriately, last, last round, took Blues fans to task for crapping on their team after one game. So, I mean, we, you've seen this before. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think you should be concerned... 
right. as a fan. No, so I mean, this, this yeah, is I mean, kind of a trademark, it seems, of this this squad. It's been indicative of the season, certainly the playoffs of the Blues, but also remember uh, that basically in every category, the Bruins are just statistically a better team. So it isn't as if this is going to be a cakewalk. That's a very good Bruins team over there that has had a ton of Stanley Cup playoff experience. They've been to the finals, a couple of those guys. And look, they have a couple of boys that can hit just as hard as we can. And I think the Blues, like previous round, they had they got a feel for who their opponent was. They knew what San Jose was going to do, what they wanted to do. I'm hoping the Blues now see what the Bruins want to do. And I expect them to come out and still be able to take game two. Here's a guy I'm not rooting for right now. Remember this guy? Oh, yeah. He was some Martin. Is he Martin O'Malley or something Michael like that? Michael O'Malley. Michael O'Malley? The Rick. <clears throat> yeah. Just the guy that slammed that kid. He did what? Uh, maybe it was a different video. Never mind. Michael Malley is an actor, comic, uh, over the last, I don't know, 30 years he's been busy, yeah. right? Isn't that Michael yeah. Malley? That's what, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Hosted, he's hosted game shows, TV yeah. shows, all kinds of stuff. He's been on sitcoms even, right? Yeah, he's been on a couple of dramas too, I think. Yeah. What's his, uh, he's a why does he actor. got you mad? Huh? Why does he, he got, got you mad? He's a Bruins guy. He's a Bruins guy. Yeah. The Rick. In this one, that's what I used to call um, the Rick is what I used to call Adam Morrison when he was at Gonzaga and he had the mustache and the long hair. I go, he just looks like a Rick. So I would call Adam Morrison the Rick. That all worked the time. out well in the NBA. Yeah, uh, he's not. What is he? A coach somewhere? Oh, is he? Yeah, he's. A, he's well, are people somewhere. upset about the outcome from last night? Yeah, I think so because I think they were upset at uh, just the domination that the Bruins had for you know most of that second period and the third period. I mean, they outshot him. I mean, outplayed him completely at in those the majority of that. If you get swept of the game. if you get swept in the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, are Blues fans still allowed to be like, "This is a once in a lifetime opportunity," or do they need to be? You want to get one. You want to get. You want. You definitely don't want to get swept. I think getting swept kind of will make this whole thing. Well, you'd be worthless. You'd be over. You, you got to. Over. Yeah, you would have to over eight. Over sixteen. In uh, Stanley Cup games, then, if you were to get swept, because you've been in three other the Cup Blues, Finals. You, yeah, that'd be. I mean, then, then you would hear the curse talk and all the other stuff. Like, look, even if we get there, we can't even win a game. I mean, it's yeah. it just feeds into that narrative or trope, recently, whatever you want to call it, even more. It's recently, just, with the Boston St. Louis thing too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's the answer. I mean, this is where I mean the mass holes come out now, in this kind of situation. That's when you feel it. And then, did you see Travis? Robert Kraft made an appearance on the video board last night. Did uh-huh. they give him a nice hand? Uh, oh, <laughs> there it is. I'm I trying to remember. Uh, apparently, Kerber had something to say because I saw Keith Olbermann tweet about it. Kerber was on the mic at the time and said something about, and I'm paraphrasing here. Oh, he, you know, here's a video he does want to participate in or something (laughs) on the Blues radio broadcast. I can appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. There's a number of... I I mean, I think right now at this point, I guess, I mean, he's a a god in that city. But for the love of God, like, who was the cameraman who said, pan the craft and let's get an ovation from the crowd? I would imagine they had to feel, feel a little bit awkward, right? 
Well, I would think so, unless you knew the joke set up itself. Like, if I were the cameraman, I would do it because I'd be like, oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> Let's get this guy. There's some good jokes here now once you put them, put them on the video. So, personally, I would do that just for the content alone. What did I, David Backus do that got St. Louis ticked off? Um, him and Joel Edmondson got into it a little bit. Uh, Edmondson, I think, cross-checked him. And then uh, Backus went down, and they started to tussle a little bit, and Edmondson gave him another little check while he was down on the ice, and then they went at it some. Um, I, nice. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else they're going to be mad at. I mean, they were mad at some of the officiating, and it, you saw a number of people comment, uh, online at least, that that was a fair criticism. There were a number of calls missed that went against the Blues, and Boston took advantage of the power play at one point and you kind of figured they would because they're clipping at like a 30 yeah. percent postseason and it was like the second or third best yeah i mean they're they're playing very well so you you cannot give teams like that power play opportunities i think what blues fans were upset about is that they weren't getting the power play opportunities as well on some missed calls gotcha. but you can you can definitely tell just you know, that's not, and I think anyone would say that's not why they lost. I mean, they they were outplayed, thoroughly outplayed last night. But. Nah, it'll be fine. They'll come back and win game two. Travis predicts Blues in six. Yeah. Yes. I like that. that. I like the positivity. He's trying yeah. to get back on the, he realized he's got to come back here at some point. <sighs> yeah, he's going to start laying the uh, groundwork so he can. Oh, I see those eyes darting around. Mm-hmm. That's no comment. Yeah, he's worried about that. Hmm. I didn't watch the game. What were you doing? Tommy, what are you doing? I was writing. I had, oh. I had things I got to work on. You know what I, I, I would like to say about this? I know there's a lot of local TV people up there right now. You have news people. Mike Bush is there. Yeah. You have Frank Cusimano there. Um, I think Charlie and Martin are there. It might, might just be Martin from Channel 2. Um. But guys, how are you not sportscasters? How are you not having a playoff beard of your own? Why do you hate St. Louis so much that local TV sportscasters can't grow a playoff beard to support the team? It's like not wearing a red tie on opening day. And I know for a fact that if you do that as a sportscaster, you don't wear a red tie on opening day, there will be phone calls into the newsroom about it much like there are phone calls into the newsroom when severe weather interrupts um, NCIS or whatever else might be on. So, come on, guys. Coos. Cusimano. Grow a beard. Try it. I want to see it. I think I you know they can't, and this is what you want. That's, I mean, you have an agenda here. You, you know they can't, and that's what, why you want to see it. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I appreciate you applying pressure, though, regardless of right. the uh, outcome. I want, uh, I have an agenda, obviously, Travis. I always do. But I think going with the Cardinals red tie analogy at least allows me a little bit of credibility to try and further that agenda. Oh, that's fair. I think it can tie Mike in. Mike Bush got up from the anchor chair and came all the way to Boston to cover more sports? Yeah. They sent him up there. That's a big deal. People are uh, treating it the right way, Travis. The, the white way? The right way. You oh. hear what you want, don't you? Oh, you hear what you want. Do. We see what Hey, I need there. you to say something so I could be outraged today. 
I, I see they didn't send Malcolm Briggs up there. I see they didn't send uh, Drummond up there. Who are these people? I don't think that. I see they didn't send up uh, Charlie Tuna. Who? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Tommy says who? Yeah, because they're black. That's why Tommy doesn't know him. Tuna thinks OJ's not guilty. He shouldn't be going anywhere. I don't know any of these people we've been talking about. So. Malcolm Briggs hasn't worked in television in how many years? Our Holiday go up there? Why would Art Holiday go up there? Exactly. Why did Mike Bush need to go up there? He is a, he's, a, he's a main anchor. He doesn't even cover sports anymore. Yeah, Why is Mike Bush in Boston covering the Blues in the Stanley Cup? Because you send your main anchors to different spots at times. Like, you'll do a newscast mm-hmm. outside of the studio. Why didn't you send up Karen Foss? Karen Foss? Is she still doing news? <laughs> oh, boy. Why didn't send up uh, Jennifer Bloom? Yeah. What about her? Uh-huh. Jennifer who? Bloom. Jennifer Bloom? Bloom. Mm-hmm. Why not her? What uh-huh. about... uh? Steve Savard. Does Steve Savard go up there? Well, or Bonita Cornu. Thank you. Glad you're saying that. Yeah. Julius Hunter. Did Julius go up there? No. No. All right. Okay. What if we? What if we? Sorry. Go ahead. El Monstero. There you come. Yeah, they'll be here in just a moment. Uh, Tommy, you're getting pointed at. Uh, The The guys from El Monstero will be in in just a moment. We'll have Bill Ryder. He does keyboards. And Dave Farber from El Monstero. We're very excited to talk to them. They've got a big show coming up that we're going to uh, give away two tickets to, if uh, that's okay with you, Gardner. I'm always a big fan of uh, helping out the listeners. I know Travis doesn't like whenever we encourage listeners, but uh, we'll see. What if we um, – do we have a fair or foul uh, entrance? Yeah. At this Do we point? want to check those out real quick? What if we did for a foul right now and then uh, gave away the prize and then uh, we let Travis go and let El Monstero come in <laughs> at that point? Uh, we will get right to that. So, Travis, um, what are you going to do the rest of the day while I check out this uh, El Monstero stuff? Fair or foul? Uh, we're going <laughs> to. We'll go ahead and get the guys on, Travis. <laughs> we'll switch to it. Come on over. Here, have a seat. Have a seat. Let's see, get into it. Yeah, this is, this, we're going to make this happen. Travis, you're in New York. Wave goodbye. We'll give you a break to the fellas. Oh, he's already peaced out. <laughs> oh, I did not see the camera there. Oh, yeah. We got cameras and the whole deal. Uh, we, we got Sorry our guys, Bill and Dave from uh, El Monstero in the show. What's up, guys? Nice to see you, man. Yeah. Get up on these mics. Let's have some fun. What have you guys been? You've been out promoting shows all morning. It's good to see you guys yeah, again. Yeah, we were on uh, local TV channel four this morning yeah. for a few minutes and uh, very short minutes. Kent Earhart. Kent Earhart is he holding it down over there? Totally. Yeah, he seems to be running the show. Yeah, He's really. sitting running the show. <laughs> it's kind of his deal. Do you guys ever get to incorporate like your light show into news appearances or anything like that? Any fireworks in the background yeah. when you're doing local news? Not yet, but that is. That's that a is good a idea. great idea. I was going to say, that I'm going to give you my card for yeah, management uh, on this one. I mean, at least creatively, we could kind of work on a few things together with that. I think. I don't know if the lobby, you know, they'll be like, why are you bringing explosives into the building? See, as a musician and as somebody who's as creative as you are, I'm upset because you're forgetting about a parking lot. They have a parking lot available. Uh, we could have a full mini stage oh, outside, like do a whole thing. 
and make the uh, people participate from the local New news media segment. is so amazing. You can do right. anything, anywhere, at any time. <laughs> well, our intern will hold up a, an iPhone. We'll just live stream it to yeah. Facebook. All right, let's get some, let's get some numbers together. That's okay, I think we need to make that happen. Yeah. Man, you guys have been kicking ass for, uh, for a while now around St. Louis. And again, just the fact that you're, I know you're both studio music musicians, you both play in bands, everything. The fact that this El Monstero has, continues to reach heights where you're playing out at the amphitheater, you're playing with uh, the symphony, all these things. Mm. What is the most surprising thing in 2019? Do you guys ever take a, a, a moment to be like, we get paid a fair amount of money yeah. to be rock stars in St. Louis and have a good time. There's like 12 people in St. Louis that get to say that, right? Well, well, that's well, not necessarily. There's not plenty of people. There's plenty of uh, uh, very. Uh, there's plenty of successful musicians in St. Louis, and you should make an effort to go see them at see? your local uh, nightclub or theater. Good point. Um, but um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of mind-boggling a little bit when you really look at it, especially the, now that the summer show has been going on for Dave. You eight, said eight, eight years. years. Yeah. Eight we started years? out at JB uh, JB Park, and uh, that was a learning experience. Yeah. But it ended up. We were expecting 5,000 and 8,000 people showed up. Yeah. What a horrible thing to happen. <laughs> well, oh, was, my God. We ran, we ran out of beer. A, yeah, that was the problem. That was the problem. Well, you run out of beer, and then all of a sudden you're also like, uh, that fencing is not for you extra 3,000 people, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not sure what's going to happen here with some of the technical things we have going on. Everybody's Those, drinking wine because it's the only thing that's left. Oh, no. And you know when Cheryl gets a wine in her, it gets a little awkward. <laughs> like That's the thing you have to worry it's about. Cheryl that you got to worry yeah. about. It, she's right. a She's Cheryl and Karen. <laughs> they do. It's all going they, to hell after that. They get a little bit where wild. Did, where did we park? Um. <laughs> and they're yelling at you, like, you know, that second song was just okay. I saw you three years ago, and I feel like you're not giving it your all anymore. Hello, thank you, and please get away. I'm going to speak to another person now. No, so the show coming up in June, is it June 8th? June 8th. June 8th, and where are you guys playing? Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, I, which has been our home for seven years. Seven years yeah. after J.B. Park. Like, that's so crazy because everybody from the area grows up, whether you call it Riverport or any of the other names, it's been Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Um, you get to play out there, and there's a special wrinkle to the show. Am I, am I correct? This year, who you're playing with? Oh yeah, well the, the the St. Louis Philharmonic is joining us for the second time, and also uh, Celebration Day, which is a Led Zeppelin tribute act, which contains uh, two of our guys, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy oh three, sorry, Jimmy, Mark, and John. Yeah. Um, and so this is a it's the, this is the first time all three of us have been together, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So the orchestra will do, uh, will play with. Uh, Celebration Day, things you know, like Stairway to Heaven, I yeah, imagine is on the list. And, all the Mellotron yeah, parts will be uh, the rain song. I'm sure is going to get a workout. Oh um, yeah. Do you guys ever? Do you, will you heckle the other dudes like in the in the Zeppelin band that you know? No. You're kind of like, I mean, I don't know, guys. It, the, yeah, the real show's after. In front this. of ten thousand people, let's screw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's mess with them for this yeah. very special event that we do annually. Dave, where's my silly string? Yeah. I'm going up there. <laughs> Classic hijinks, right, guys? Um, but, well, the last time they did it, I thought it was pretty pretty astonishing. I mean, I'm. Wait, obviously we're good friends with with these people. We've known them for you know years and years and years. But, right. Mm -hmm. uh, but to see them in that in that regard just to be watching it and go, they have to, after this, they're playing for another two and a half hours. <laughs> like, I, I, don't <laughs> I don't even know yet. how they keep it straight in their brain, really. Yeah, like, that, yeah that would be... That's a marathon. Yeah. It, confusing is, uh, is a, probably a polite way of yeah. putting how that can go down. So as far as this show coming up, it's in June. You've got all these extra pieces to it. Anything new this year? I mean, we just named some pretty big parts of the 
the show that have never happened before. Anything additionally in the lights uh, that we need to know about? I mean, how many uh, how many tabs of uh, whatever are being passed out at the entrance? I mean, well, what, no, do, what do we have going on? I'm not passing anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> just make just that don't, take the, oh, don't sorry. take the brown. Oh, sorry. The brown is, is, is something brown. we need to avoid. This uh, We always try and add something. So, right. we, so there, I think there are at least two songs that we're playing this year that we have never played before. Uh, a couple that we're bringing back that we haven't played in a while. Mm -hmm. um, and the, so the intention is always is to make it as different as possible within the confines of what people expect. Obviously, you know, we're going to have to hit the majority of the wall. We're going to have to hit the majority of Dark, Dark Side of the Moon. Man. Right. Um, so, it's, so that's always the kind of the best puzzle Right. to arrange and to try and figure out, oh, it's like, what, what if we, we gotta do open this with this and what if we do that? Yeah, so. That's, yeah. Okay, so I noticed you've got a, a vintage t-shirt on with the, uh, with the St. Louis suit that yeah. I, I use that for every meeting ever. <laughs> if you go t-shirt, <laughs> jeans, and jacket, you can literally walk into a boardroom, right. you can walk into a creative agency, it it's works. It's convertible. It, you're damn right it is. Mm -hmm. You've got a blues t-shirt on. Yes, I do. Question, if, uh, if it ends up positive, will we hear a... Um, a cover, this, we're going really meta here, will we see a cover from the Pink Floyd cover band of Gloria at, <laughs> at the performance, and would there be any blue fireworks or lighting that uh, we need to know well, about we'll as well? we'll have fireworks and lighting of all colors. Okay. But uh, I'm pretty sure we won't be playing the song, but I wouldn't be surprised if you hear the song. I, right. From somebody's I, yes. phone up no, next well, Yeah, for the, well, we've, got, we've got plenty of time while people are coming into the gig, so yeah. we, can, we okay. can play whatever we want. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? With uh, Do you like that the, uh, the Gloria song's been attached to this playoff run? I think it's great. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, it's nice that you can kind of just put some kind of silly any, any face to it. Any kind of rallying <laughs> point is, a, is right? a good thing, something that everybody can, you know, can jump on, on to. It's like, okay, this is yeah. what we're doing. This yeah. Is. And I like that, I like that it, it just came about organically, just like a bunch of the dudes on the team were out at a bar or whatever, and they go, who in the hell is that? That's so I think that's cool. And I do like that it's just this non-threatening, ridiculous song it as is. well, it's right? Like, it's like a disco song, you know? Yeah. It's like... That seems so odd. Laura Brannigan was no joke. We beat, we beat the, the crap truth. out of each other and throw yeah. pucks at each other, and we're going to go back to the <laughs> locker room and, okay. And glory it up. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> well, again, you guys need to get tickets. You can get them online. We're going to give away two tickets today. Oh, nice. Thank you guys for uh, making that awesome. happen. Uh, we'll do that uh, fair or foul after this real quick. It's El Monstero Celebration Day plus the St. Louis Philharmonic yeah. Orchestra. That's got to be a fun backstage thing. Like that has to just feel like such a great achievement. Everybody getting together. And again, you guys have been doing this at a very high level for years. But just the fact that you get to run out and you're like, "There's yeah. an orchestra here." Dude, uh, I got to sit in with them. Yeah, did yeah. you really? Yeah. Two years ago, when they played with us, I got to be on stage and play with them. Yeah. That this was is, a thrill. This is an ignorant thing because you, you're probably playing something you're very used to playing. Did you feel like is there a difference in the musician level, musicianship? level i mean is That's there kind of a loaded question you know what i mean where it's like are you are you orchestra level i don't know i wasn't up to it no but i, I bet you i bet was, you held your own it well it was all uh you know sheet music which i haven't read since college right really, right 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 know? and so yeah i had to practice but there was some stuff i was just i'm just gonna sit this one out. <laughs> you just kind of yield just a little bit i thought about going up there too actually i i, I because i play cool. i play saxophone too and i'm like yeah. not not anywhere near as well as dave does but oh, i was like maybe i could get up there and at worst, at worst, in the dressing room drinking. <laughs> that sounds you can hard. Never, especially in a mi in mixed company like that with mixed tunes and everything, you can never go wrong with a tambourine. 
Just doing the yeah. stand on stage yeah, tambourine absolutely deal. Absolutely right. Yeah. I am a part of this show. Yeah, exactly. I'd <laughs> like a little camera time too. Okay. With an instrument. And I appreciate that about you. Is why I like having you. <laughs> guys, such a blast to have you here. No, I hope the show is just unbelievable, as they always are. Guys, get tickets online again. Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, June 8th, El Monstero Celebration Day, St. Louis Philharmonic Orchestra. Guys, thanks for stopping by. Thanks. Man, thanks absolute Travis. pleasure to have you. Guys, we'll take a quick break. We'll bring Travis back in from New York. <laughs> Sorry we'll come about back that, with Fairfield. <laughs> no, you know what? My bad. He's the co-host. He's an elitist in Brooklyn right now. He's doing this thing where he's riding for Sesame Street. He's not here hanging out with the real people, man. He's floating on a on an elite spaceship thinking that he's something out there. And again, he's basically he's kind of just cleaning up after Big Bird on a daily basis. So, I I am truly the elite one. Yeah, exactly. It's like, can you imagine a bird that size? Like, you got some real cleaning up to do, man. Plus, he's got the star power and a little bit of an attitude since he's been running the show for 30-plus years, right? So, got to look into that. That's impressive. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. We'll be right back, guys. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to We Are Live, the Midco Studio. Huge thanks to the fellas from El Monstero for stopping by. I uh, can't say enough good things about them and our friend Julie, who brings by those uh, those very fun folks for conversations. He just we, we were talking about it in the break, and Tommy's flashing gang signs, I assume, oh. into the, the camera. Um, the, <laughs> the, the ability to sell over 10,000 tickets uh, from essentially two cover bands, and it's like... That's insane. And the guys said it's really important to keep it a, a certain price as well because uh, any price raises just goes right back into the show. So uh, I'm a big fan of what they do, and I know a lot of people in St. Louis love them. So big thanks to El Monstero for stopping by. Also, just a quick thank you to Gateway Powder Coating for supporting us here on the show. If you have a grill, wheels, anything metal that needs powder coated, let's make sure you get it done at Gateway Powder Coat, number one resource for powder coating in the midwest everybody that's right gatewaypowdercoat.com is the website say hello to mark and the boys whenever you're ready two tickets to el monstero june 8th is your prize today gardner you want to do some fair or foul at this defining moment change has come to america people often ask me what's fair or foul is it a segment is it a movement is it hope i can't say for certain time will be a true test of its power but i can say Fair or Foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for Fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or Foul. <laughs> it's the segment that New York beaches call don't swim in me mm. it's fair or foul we asked you about cargo shorts we got a nice little turnout i think people are excited about the uh, prize that's gardner's theory on if we have a light turnout it's like they, they ain't getting good prizes bro here we go i almost sounded like maneuver who <laughs> I, was close. I, I don't think i can do it if he's not here yeah that might be wrong. uh from lisa wearable dad purse <laughs> it's fair. It's true. The problem with the problem is I've worn a cargo short or two in my day. The problem is he's wearing them now. No, I don't. I have two. I have a very normal four-pocket system. He's wearing here. cargo shorts. They're anyway. not cargo shorts. 
The, uh, the problem with cargo shorts is you'll put coins, a uh, can opener, a wine opener, um, your utility bill, and everything else. And then all of a sudden you're jingling everywhere you're going. It's just not There's a good look. nothing wrong with that. It's certainly not a good look. Uh, keeping it moving. From Nate. Foul! I assume if you have on cargo shorts and you're not working for the conservation department or Muldoon from Jurassic Park, you keep your dog chained up all day. Mm. Hey. Is that, That's yeah. Nice. Muldoon is a good character, though. Cargo shorts are great. What else is Chad supposed to store his chain wallet, his modified vape, and his disc man <laughs> while playing chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water? Hey. Yeah. Jamie Moyers, Fancy Foyer. Hey. That was a Limp Biscuit album for you, Tommy. You got cigarettes? I'm life. aware. Limp Biscuit! I'm aware who Limp Biscuit is. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, did you know Fred Durst hosts jazz nights at a club in Los Angeles? Yeah. No. It's a dead serious jazz night. Does like a Sinatra thing, too, like a big band or something. Yeah. I, should, I, should I go investigate? We should pay to send you to yeah. Los Angeles you and just to, go there. Yeah, Get pay to pebbles. send me to go to Los Angeles. Tommy Pebbles! Tommy Pebbles! Limp Biscuit! All right, fair. And that was from Jamie Moyer's Fancy Four, the last one. Okay. Fair. Where is where else is Denman gonna stash his Bowie knife, Gardner his menthols, and Bick, and Trav his packet of tissues and butt plug? Oh. Two extra pockets. Oh boy. TTs. Pink eye. Ooh. Ooh. Good little batch this morning. We had a short one from Lisa, a dog one from Nate, an introspective one from Jamie Moyer, and a line crosser from TT's Pink Eye. Uh, Tommy the intern, Tommy Pebbles, who you voted oh, for? Oh boy, I don't. Oh, there was. They were all so good. Uh, what was the second one again? Uh, that was from Nate about do chaining up a dog. Oh, what was the third one? That would be from Jamie Moyer's Fancy Foyer. I'm gonna do that one. Fancy Foyer with one yeah, vote, Mr. Gardner. Mm. I like the dad purse. I'll go Lisa. Lisa gets tickets because I vote for Lisa as well. Oh. Lisa wins two tickets. To El Monstero, June 8th. She's been on a streak lately. Uh, not that I didn't want to see the rest of you there, but uh, wearable dad purse for you. hit me in the, uh, mm -hmm. in the feels. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't yet, share our show with somebody you know and love. Big shout out to Travis in New York, for Tommy the intern, for Guardsy, for everybody else. Big shout out to El Monstero for stopping by. We will be back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Peace.